Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on the John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. All you have to do is put G.O. All right, there we go. Well, folks, good afternoon. Uh, good morning. Good morning. It's uh, the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipetro.com. Again, I want to thank, um, we are coming to you once again, Eastern Europe. I am uh, in Reslau, Reslau, Poland, which is the major, the, the uh, major airport closest to the Ukraine border. <clears throat> and just as a programming note, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what we have planned over the next couple of days. Now, those... If you are on Facebook, if you have an account, you can find our page, John DePietro Show. Those that are on there, please click the, uh, the follow button, and then you should get notified when, when we go live. And we're going to be going live a little bit later. But behind me, you can see this is the very, very busy train station where the refugees are arriving. We just spoke on Facebook uh, for those of the radio audience just a few moments ago with a mother and a daughter who had just arrived here from Ukraine. My translator, Anna is actually helping Ukraine refugees today. So it is Juan flying solo, um, the international Juan here in Poland. And this portion of the program is brought to you by the Coincident. Folks, a great meal. I was there right before I left, stopped off and um, see Jim at the Coincident. English? English? Anybody? Folks, we're going to have to just, Juan's just going to have to wing it and see if we can uh, find some people that speak English simply because um, I can't honor our translator went to help and translate for many of the Ukrainian people that are arriving. So behind me, these are all people you can see that are arriving. And uh, many of these people are in from Ukraine and then they're off to someone else. And I want to bring you up to speed on all the news and, and we will find out. Now, the past couple of days, we've had some tremendous interviews. And just to give you a, a programming idea... Um, for those that are tuning in on the radio, remember, we go 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's a.m. 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website to Petro.com. Visit the website. We have recaps posted from Tuesday and then also of Wednesday. And I want to mention, you know, yesterday, um, which was Wednesday, we those two amazing teens, brother and sister, Two teenagers, they were just so terrific, and they had to uh, escape, basically, Ukraine. Their neighborhood has been bombed out, their school, all their friends are dispersed. And it just, I just want to um, put in perspective for everybody, and I understand it, because <clears throat> um, this whole business that we've gone through with high school kids, with, with COVID, and the fact that a lot of kids' parents were saying they shouldn't have to wear the mask if they're going to the prom. You had the big controversy in Pilgrim with uh, Principal Jerry Habeshaw where, uh, you know, the Warwick Beacon basically ran him out and um, the poor guy, I mean, Jerry Habeshaw who I knew from Hendricken, who had, he then got COVID and then ended up dying for crying out loud, but there was just such an uproar and people were fighting it. And by the way, I get that. Because I've been listening and I've been part of that, of the mass in the schools. This puts things to me a little bit more in perspective. 
as far as suddenly the school is bombed, everybody has to evacuate. And you saw those two children yesterday, which was also so interesting how they learn English from watching YouTube. And both of them were pretty, very fluent in English. Um, for people that have never set foot in America and they're just a brother, sister, teenagers in Ukraine. But the uh, girl, the older sister, it was so cute. She is now following me on Facebook. And here they are, two kids from Ukraine, their house bombed. Family members, still, some still hiding in the basement. School bombed. All their friends dispersed everywhere. And they're following me on Facebook. And then she was sharing with her friends. <laughs> Ukraine that they were interviewed at the train station in Preswell, which is the that's the largest last real city before you get to the border. And that's where I'm going to actually be relocating to on Sunday. So next week, our plan is <clears throat> I'm going to be broadcasting. I, I know everyone's anxious to see the border and so am I. But if all goes according to plan, and I, I don't see why it wouldn't happen, but I will be starting on the radio on Monday we're going to be set up like this right at the uh, the border, and you'll be able to see Ukraine behind me. So now, right now, folks, um, obviously the big news. Now, I also want to address, um, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, with all these bombed out roads, I want to give a big thanks and remind you, our radio audience, about J. Perry Paving. Listen, spring, now is the time. Look for them on Facebook, J. Perry Paving. Get that driveway paved. I was telling them they would have a tremendous amount of work to do if they could get some contracts in in Ukraine. But I do want to address that um, when this whole uh, war started, and it was over two weeks ago, and for those that want to tune in, you can see that I am uh, right here at, and you're seeing uh, Ukrainian people. Uh, arriving and then leaving at the same time because they're some of them are coming here and staying, but then they have to figure out somewhere else to go, and then then others some are leaving and some are arriving. There's pets. There's as you can see, there's a lot of children. There's elderly people, all mothers. What what is missing? You only see older men, and then you see very young men. The men are staying behind. We've also learned, and I didn't want to be critical, but some of the men that don't want to fight and join the military are are hiding. But I do want to um, point out something. When this first happened, Chinese-Russia propaganda started floating everywhere. And big tech and our government was very slow to try to combat it. And I want to tell you exactly what I mean. Because the big story that is floating out right now, but it started right away, are that Ukraine has these biolabs. And as a result of that, Russia was afraid that Ukraine were going to attack them. And so that's why they had to strike. And that was, just so you understand, because people have been sharing it with me since the war started. And they have this map of these secret bio labs. And they're trying to, they don't know exactly what it means. It just sounds like a, a term. There's secret bio labs. And then maybe Biden and Hunter Biden, the Bidens are tied in with these secret bio labs. And so, but I want you to understand now, anyone that's listening or watching, if you want to share that, that's entirely up to you. But what you need to understand is you're sharing 
both Chinese and Russia propaganda. Now, what do I mean by that? And I get that not everyone understands that, but I'll tell you exactly what I mean. And I'm not going to say who, but I mentioned to someone today, this audience should remember, last summer, <clears throat> there was an incident on Sale Street. You know, I actually don't mind being able to talk freely as opposed to constantly having guests so I can kind of talk to everyone and bring everyone up to speed, both radio and on Facebook. But last um, last summer, there was an incident, remember, on Sale Street in Providence with Taffy, Taffy and her family. Now, the word went out from Black Lives Matter and some of these other community groups, Deer and so forth, that police were pepper spraying infants, that this was a vicious attack. 20 children were attacked by Providence police. It was unprovoked, and they were pepper spraying infants. Now, that is propaganda. It's false. That set out shockwaves, and they were all posting it. And Black Lives Matter and Deer and all these anti-groups and the, you know, the local Al Jazeera, Uncle Atheist, Upright. Well, they were all, oh, my God, Providence police. How many times do we hear about there was an officer shooting, a black youth unarmed. Remember Michael Brown put his hands up, said, officer, please don't shoot. And he shot him anyway. That's propaganda. And then we get the, the body cam footage. And then we, what do we find out? That many times they, had a, they did have a weapon. They pointed at police. They were told to drop it. When the police, Providence police, released that body cam footage from Sales Street, we saw that it in no way matched the information that had first gone out. So in this situation, I'm going to say with Sales Street, I recognize I'm going to say right out of the box. I'm not saying it's the best analogy ever. I'm trying to un explain propaganda to people. That was propaganda from the activists, the anti-police, the defund the police, the Black Lives Matter. They immediately wanted it out there that the police were pepper spraying the infants. And um, that's okay. We're just doing a broadcast. Hello there. So is there someone that needs to sit down? Someone needs to sit down? Do you speak English? Do you speak English? No? No English? Okay. Okay. So... My point is, in this situation, the United States, NATO, and Ukraine are the Providence police. Russia and China are Taffy, uh, the Sale Street crew, and all of the activists there and Black Lives Matter that were putting out false propaganda. Police combat this all the time. Uh, the October of 2020, word went out. Providence police rammed their cruiser into Jamal Gonzalez, who was innocently riding his moped. That was the word that went out. And they were all pumping it out. And they are all doing interviews and pumping it out on social media. What did we find out? All false. Police cruiser never struck him. He ran into the sign. The sign came down, clocked him in the head. And that's what caused the damage. So, folks, and I get it. Now, someone said... Why is it everyone's lying to us? Everyone's not lying. I'll tell you who was lying. I go back to, I'm going to stay with the Sales Street situation. <clears throat> they were lying. They were exaggerating. Who wasn't lying? The Providence police were not lying. Uh, we were, I was not lying when we did the coverage of it, and especially once we got the body cam footage of it. There are certain media outlets that do allow propaganda. And so I recognize that it's difficult for some people 
But you have to understand and you have to ask yourself, do you want to share Chinese and Russian propaganda? Because that is what's going on. You know, right now, and again, folks, good afternoon or good morning, I should say. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. For those that have not figured out, it is um, we, we just had a change in plans. My translator uh, was called to help out some Ukrainian people coming in so she could help them translate. So, unfortunately, we're flying solo a little bit. But at the same time, we... Um, I think sometimes we do stumble into people that speak English and that we could um, talk to them. I just spoke with someone just a short time ago that did speak English. Now, I do want to touch on, I, I will say this, several things. Number one, the Biden administration, they've completely failed in getting out their message regarding these bio labs. People are using that. See, you know, someone when this first started said to me, Russia, the people of uh, Ukraine want to be reunited with Russia. That's false. That's propaganda. They also said Ukraine with the aggressive, they were going to attack Russia. That's false. Russian television, folks, Russian television, they, they are only running. They're saying that Russia was attacked by Ukraine and that they are defending themselves. But they're really not even mentioning the war. That's state-controlled television. This is like right out of... 1984. That's what it is. It's total propaganda that's going on. But I do want to touch on, because someone that I and I, I saw last night and I saw his clip, and it is, um, it's normally a show that I would watch and agree with, but Tucker Carlson is, he is so deep in with trying to win this battle. Tucker Carlson, who, again, I like, I respect Tucker. He's got the most popular show. He's got the most popular show on cable television, and Juan is sitting solo in a, a refugee train station in uh, Rezl, Poland. But my point is, he's, he's acting like he's back on Crossfire, and he's trying to win a debate. So the, the Carl's, his show, they're trying to find any tidbits of information that can back up, uh, back up the argument that he's trying to make. And because they came out, he came out strong and he, you know, has said his show, his show, clips of his show are being shown on Russian television. I mean, folks, that is like another level. This is not, you know, sometimes someone's like a little far off or I mean, I, and, and as a result of that, many people are echoing his sentiments. Many people on the right are echoing that sentiments. I, I get that people on the far, far right are like, hey, America, we got to, by the way, the far right and the far left, the far, far left, the socialist progressives and the far, far right are absolutely ignore the rest of the world, just focus on America, blah, blah, blah. Now, the problem is the difference is the far, far left, they say that, but they want to let everybody up through the border, right? The far, far right is like, hey, that's between you know, that's between uh, Ukraine and Putin, and that, that's got nothing to do with us. That, that's not entirely correct. We are a member of NATO. I recognize, you know, when President Trump was in office, he did point out a lot of the inequities. Uh, there's two people that right now do not look good in the world, and that's President Obama, former President Obama, and Merkel of Germany. They, you know, they did not want to have any type of direct conflict with Putin. As a matter of fact, 
nor does Biden want to have direct contact with Putin. Um, as, as people have been saying, Putin is becoming to people like Hitler with nukes, with Hitler with nuclear weapons. But folks, you have to understand this, but <clears throat> I want you to understand, and I'm not trying to change in anyone's mind, but there's so much false information. Someone sent me a message last night, and it's from one of those websites that they're banned. This information is banned from all regular apps, not because of the truth, not because of, oh, what a freedom of speech. It's because it's fake information. Folks, years ago, when I worked at Sutton's IGA in Governor Francis, and again, um, good morning. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 909.9 FM. When I worked at Sutton's IGA, we used to have at the checkout counter, National Enquirer, Star Magazine, right? And coupled the, the, the whatever it was, the world or these tabloids. And they would have, you know, Elvis is alive in a grocery store. Aliens came down. Well, you still have that stuff. But now it's online. And they're not talking about Elvis and aliens. Maybe some are. But no, they're peddling Chinese Russian propaganda. So this woman sent me, look at this. Now it's all written in Russian. So I said, well, what is this? She said, that's from the Russian Defense Ministry. They obtained a memo. Ukraine was going to attack. I said, wait, do you read Russian? No. Where did you get this? My friend sent it to me. That's from, that's Chinese propaganda. You're, you're sending to me Chinese-Russian propaganda. All these people that are saying, I think China's next. China's going to invade Taiwan. I, I'm not saying you're wrong, but let's look at who the alliance is. What I think people need to understand that the people where I am are starting to understand is, again, you have two countries that are showing tremendous aggression and they are using force. They are prepared to use force. They're using bombs. Russia, what, what is happening right now, and many times when I am interviewing many of these people from Ukraine, I want you to understand, I don't even want to tell them what's going on. I'm not going to pop their balloon. The president of Ukraine, President Zelensky, is saying, you know, we will not surrender, we will win. Folks, what Putin is doing right now is he is hes just destroying the country. He's strangling the country. He has a grip on the country. He's shutting them off. They closed the ports. The Ukraine Navy, I understand, Wall Street Journal's reporting, cannot uh, get back. They, all their ports have been taken over. He wants to strangle. This is war. You need to understand that. Notice Russia's not using that. Russia is using the term military exercises, right? Military response. That's why all the Russian propaganda. And by the way, I, the, the, the Biden people have been so slow to react to this. Russian, they, they gave Russia and the Chinese such a head start to pump out their propaganda. There are so many people that are confused about what's going on. Many people think, no, this is, you know, this is secret biolabs and it's, it's the Bidens and Ukraine. And like, again, I get it. But what you don't understand is this is one man, right? And his vision and power that he wants to reclaim territory that he believes belongs to him, but he's not gonna stop. And that's what has people so up in arms is because of that fact. 
that he's not going to. He is going to go after the Baltic states. And I, I totally get that people are saying, you know, we have just coming through COVID and this is the last thing and it's so far away. But folks, we are, uh, and, and this is not pointed out enough, but we are a member of NATO. After the Second World War, when the United States saved the world, right, Germany first, then took Japan, um, the agreement was, and especially with NATO, our agreements were with nations, if you don't develop nuclear weapons, if something goes on, we will protect you. So you can't, you, we, we, you can't renege on your word. I recognize some people are saying, oh, well, we, you know, that's not our fault. We shouldn't get, but see, that's the thing. We are involved. Now, again, I get it. Ukraine is not a member of NATO, but they're right next door to Poland. And their aggression seems to be that they want to go after a lot of nations. They're going to start with the non-NATO uh, uh, nations. What, what makes the people of Poland and the rest of Europe very nervous, of the people that I have been talking to, is look at the buildup to this, right? Russian troops lining the border. What did we hear? Russian troops aligned the border. 200,000 troops set up along the border. Then we learned they were setting up medical tents. They were sending blood. So suddenly now, okay, this isn't a military exercise. You, you're doing that when you're expecting that there's going to be battle. This time, it was Russia doing that to Ukraine. If they take Ukraine, the next step would be that they could do that to Poland, which is a NATO country. And then, you know, this is where these troops on the side and they say, hey, this is our nation. We're just, we're just doing military exercises here. Uh, Putin starts to threaten Sweden and Finland, saying, no, 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 you're not joining NATO. Why doesn't he want them to join NATO? Because with NATO... An attack on one is an attack on all. I also want to be very clear. France has a leader. The West has had some leaders for a week. President Obama, his sanctions on Putin were ineffective. President Obama, and at the time, Vice President Biden, when Putin took Crimea, when Putin had the five-day war in Georgia, which, by the way, is a great movie, The Five-Day War, um... They did everything they could just with sanctions. Well, not everything, but they did a lot of sanctions, but there was no military escalation. And I fully get that and understand that um, as far as our country in the United States not wanting to be in a full conflict battle with, with Russia. Who wants to? Um, but I, I implore you to watch. There's some great documentaries. I like Frontline. They have some great documentaries with people that have met with Putin, who have studied him. This has been building and building. This is get even time. This is revenge time. This is time to go to the mattresses time. This is him deciding that he is just ready to, uh, he is 69 years old. He's going to be 70 in the fall. It's now or never time. Um, you know, covid he now believes now is the time. And he's always been suspicious of America. He always thinks that we are meddling with some of these other nations, whether it be the way Gaddafi. You know, again, they were saying uh, Putin kept watching over and over the way Gaddafi was killed and kept saying, that's not going to be me. Look what they did with, with the, uh, the Arab Spring. 
when when he saw different uprisings. They know he doesn't want democracy. He's been in power for 22 years. What you have to understand, and so many people, and, and the thing that I don't understand, frankly, about a Tucker Carlson is he knows history. He knows this. That is the most well-researched show. He's a really smart guy. Um, and uh, he knows this. They're choosing to go along with this, hey, you know, this is uh, Ukraine's fault and Russia has a right to protect himself. And that general that he has on, that they're always fact-checking, um, I, I think it's, um, it's, it's odd right now. But, you know, just you can see, and it's, it's odd, like the people that you're seeing behind me, folks, think of your life right now in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's not when there's a fire, right? And then whoever, Channel 10 or Channel 7 in Boston, whoever they say, oh, the family displaced by, you know, it was a fire last night. So that family, they're out. This is, their homes are destroyed. Their neighborhoods are destroyed. You heard the woman I talked to right before the top of the hour, the damage to her, uh, where she lives in Ukraine, it's worse than it was during the Second World War. So entirely blown out. He is destroying the country. He is strangling the country. He is cutting them off. Those people that are hiding in their basements. Because why? He is pushing. He wants the president of Ukraine to surrender. They want to put up the Russian flag and say it is now Russian territory. And, and I believe he will keep just, it's like a slow grip. He is slowly wants to cut off the power. These people will be dying in their basements. These people will be dying for the already food is short. You know, who does something like that? And I also want to address um, this biolab thing. Folks, by the way, that has never come up in uh, real negotiations with uh, between Russia and the United States. You've never heard that. You've never heard that. I just want to point that out to people. You've never heard Putin release a statement and say this whole thing stops if those secret bio labs go. You've never heard. Why would that be? Does that make sense to anyone? If that were really true and that were really the reason, don't you think that would come out? Don't you think they now I get some people are saying it's all Biden lies. It's all Biden lies. Folks, again, this has been going on for a very long time. There are many people that are new to the equations. There are many people, um, as someone said to me, I wish I had studied history in high school. There are people who, as I like to, you know, there are people who they can't tell me who's their state rep. They can't tell me who their state senator is. I had someone trying to tell me what's going on. This has to do with the Bidens. This has to do with Ukraine. Ukraine is corrupt. It's, it's money laundering. It's uh, sex trafficking. They have the inside scoop. This is someone that said, I was saying that Kevin McCarthy will be the next speaker when the Republicans take the House, said, and you're wrong on that because Nancy Pelosi already said she's running for re-election. So someone who's telling us what's going on between Russia and Ukraine does not understand how the Speaker of the House gets elected. The Speaker, the reason Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker is because there are more Democrats in the House than there are Republicans. When the Republicans take over, which they will, then the Republicans elect who will be Speaker. Much like if the Republicans could control the Rhode Island House of Representatives, Blake Filippi would become the Speaker. He's the House Minority Leader. My point is, people are telling trying to lecture about 
Do you speak English? No. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to lecture on. No. Can you find me someone? I'll give you money if you can find me someone that can speak English. No. Um. We, um <laughs> so it's tough. It's tough. There's no. Uh, there's no other American journalist here. That's for sure. But my point is. You know, there are, there are people that they're just reading Russian, Chinese. Do, do you understand that's being authored? There's someone in the Kremlin that's typing that up in Russia. There's someone in China sending it out. And someone is reading this, and then it's being shared. And it's um, it, it, it doesn't mean, like, it, it, all of the media is not lying, folks. And you have to compare. It's not, it's all lies. It's all Biden lies. I mean, I get it. Some people have this... I mean, as I said, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, listen, it's, it's true. We, we are at a point, we have a weak president, we have a weak vice president. None of this means it's acceptable for one country to start invading and bombing another country. I had someone, one of our listeners telling me, you don't understand. Putin's just trying to get rid of the Nazis. I said, what religion is President Zelensky? They said, I don't know. I said, he's Jewish. <laughs> Does that make sense? Would he be? See, all false. That's a Putin propaganda lie that Ukraine is filled with Nazis. The leader of Ukraine, his, he had relatives that were killed in the Holocaust. Lies. Think of the lies put out. Sale Street, Taffy, I don't know how else to explain it. The whole thing in Ferguson, Michael Brown. The word went out. He put his hands up, said, please don't shoot. And the officer gunned him down anyway. We turned out. It turned out it was lie. That Think of the chant where it came from. Hands up, don't shoot. That was the foundation in the beginning of Black Lives Matter. Or I may have started with um, Trayvon Martin. But my point is, I need people to, who's putting this out? Who does it benefit? Russia. Do you think the entire world would be cutting off Russia if they were not at fault? So you can't negotiate. They're evil. He lives in the Putin palace. He's not easy to get at. He, um, he's, he is, and I want to explain it this way. You know, you think of, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by It's Brood Awakenings. I can't wait to get back, have a nice, delicious sandwich, some fresh coffee. English? At Brood Awakenings, two locations, English, no, Johnston, also Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Ah, Juan doesn't have his translator today. What am I supposed to say? She's doing God's work trying to help some of the refugees. What am I supposed to say? No, I need you to come with me. She's been terrific. Um, but Brood Awakening, stop it and see David. Special thank you to them and Karen, everyone there. Delicious food, breakfast, lunch, afternoons, nice and uh, cozy and comfortable chairs, big screen TVs at Brood Awakenings. So, but I, I swear, you know, I, I don't know what to make of it. And I, I know people, people are like now verbatim telling me the Tucker Carlson segment. I, I, I can't get over He's like trying to win a debate. What I notice with a lot of this stuff, it's kind of becoming like the mask. No, not the mask. It's becoming like the uh, vaccine. The people, what did people say? A lot of people bought the vaccine. I'm doing my own research. Oh, this is Fauci, Bill Gates, and uh, Obama. Uh, they're all in on it, and they're all just trying to get rich. So um, there, there was um, the people saying, I'm doing my, my own research. And what they would do is they would search online to find information 
to back up their contention about the vaccines. So, and they would ignore, and it didn't matter where it came from. It could be websites they've never heard of, uh, articles with no name attached, uh, websites you've never even heard of, no name, and yet to them that was that was gold because everyone else is lying. Uh, Biden is is a um, he is he may be a lousy president, but he's he's not. He is not responsible for this war. He is not. He's not responsible for this war. This war, the person who is responsible is Putin. So now, folks, looking ahead, um, obviously, I will secure more English translators because I like the way if we had some people, for those that are on the radio but on Facebook, that I actually have made like a built-in like a little um, mini TV set right here. Lighting's actually pretty good. Um but it is um but I, I want to come back to you know I, I posted online on Facebook right after this happened. I normally don't post on other people's pages and then, and then I remembered why I don't post on other people's pages because some people do their whole goal is just they're a heckler in a club. They just want to one up somebody. But um I I posted on someone's page like how would Rhode Island feel if we were suddenly invaded by Massachusetts? And the person put well, Rhode Island's so pathetic, it would probably be a good thing if it was taken. So, I, you know, I don't know how to go about that. There's a big difference between, um, if you remember the blizzard of 78, when uh, Buddy Sancy was in office, and Provident, they, they went into Cranston to try to take some of the plows. I don't know if people, some people may remember that. And the Cranston police surrounded them because they were trying to steal plows and bring them to Providence. So, again, I'm not saying it's the best analogy, but this is problematic. These people that you can see behind me and you've been hearing, it's not like their home is flooded. Their home is gone. Their business is gone. The Ukrainian family that I first interviewed, Olga, the son, big kid, who was supposed to help me today, but again, I, what am I supposed to say? They were trying to find their, they're greeting some of their neighbors that are escaping out and trying to help them. Um, they, they showed me they have a nice home. They had a nice home. They had their own business. And suddenly, folks, in a blink of an eye, uh, you know, Russia lobbed some bombs and bombed the neighborhood. And their neighborhood is destroyed. And I want you to understand, since the crowd around me cannot speak English, he is, he is destroying what he's going to do, what Putin's going to do, is he is trying to literally just strangle Zelensky in Ukraine. That's what's going on. They're trying to just strangle it and trying to set up a situation, you know, that all these people in the basements soon, you know, they're trying to knock out the, the utility so they won't have, they're going to freeze to death is what they're, it's going to happen. I mean, it's still cold. But they're not going to have electricity. They're not going to have power. It's not safe to go out of their house for food. You're going to have elderly dying in their homes, in their basements. I'm glad that these people can't understand English around me. And and Putin doesn't care. He's just got a vice grip. And he's just slowly strangling the country. And, and if you're Zelensky, I know he's saying we will win this war. But then you have to wonder at what cost, what's left of the country, how much would it cost to rebuild the country? Think of what parts of Florida cost, um, the rebuild, 
when we've had some strong hurricanes in Florida. This is this is an entire country that has been bombed out. And if you've seen some of the footage from some of the reporters they're getting, it is neighborhoods, and he's still just decimating it, bomb after bomb, hospitals, schools, killing as many people as possible, no rules of war, killing as many people as possible, just brutal terror. Anyone that does not see the aggression there, you need your head examined. I don't, I'm not going to go on and on. Um, now, I also want to say this, folks. Um, don't forget about our friends. This portion of the John DePietro show to you by Henry Oil. I will give out the phone number next hour. Again, uh, folks, we're on until 2 o'clock. It's the John DePietro show. Next hour will be radio only, by the way. Radio only, right here. But, God bless me. Um, if I'm not doing the Facebook, it is a little easier to navigate. Uh, next hour will be radio only. I do have some sound I can play as well. But, um, listen, Biden, they have several things. You know, he met Putin back in June. He clearly did not intimidate him enough or coming off strong enough. That was the moment. Uh, you know what? Donna Perry, who I've had on, was also excellent at the time. She said, you know, this business of talking to people by Zoom is not good. We have a 79-year-old elderly president who, let's face it, folks, cannot hop on a plane and just fly over there. He's not intimidating. He was also, uh, Putin thought, he sized up Obama, President Obama and Biden and said, these guys are soft. Putin is a gangster, folks. You know, in our part neck of the woods, we can relate to, you know, Raymond Patriarca, Rand New England. You talk about John Gotti, New York. He is, this is an international gangster. They talk about Russia is like a gas station posing as a country. He is a thug killer gangster posing as the president of a country. It is steel, it's takeover. This is not, you know, Tony Soprano running a part of New Jersey. This is, he is the biggest thug gangster in the world who will not hesitate to kill anyone that gets in his path. They just steal, they pillage, there's no rules. It's all gangster thug mentality. That's how they do things. But Biden, Biden played it wrong. He was not following what was going on. In June, when they met, Putin said, this guy's soft. We're going to test him. In And as everyone knows, our pullout in Afghanistan showed weakness, showed we were not a cohesive unit, and that was just more enticing to Putin. Putin came away and said that I can handle this guy, basically. I'm not afraid of them. Um, the West, NATO, Germany, France, Italy, Canada, all of our allies. He looks at all those leaders, the leaders, Trudeau in Canada, Right. Um, Macron in, in France. They're not. You had Merkel in Germany. They were doing everything in their power to avoid any type of direct conflict. And I get that. But look at what the cost is, because now you have someone saying this is my moment. It is now or never. Um, let me put it in real terms. Several things. First of all, as I mentioned, think what happened with Bob Kraft. Bob Kraft, St. Petersburg. Hey, I've always wanted to miss visit Russia. Bob Kraft goes to St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to meet the president of Russia. Meets Putin. Putin says, hey, that's nice. What's that? Oh, that's my Super Bowl ring. You want to try it on? He tries it on. And what did Putin do? Hey, I like this. And he walked away. 
That's a gangster move. That's a thug move. Watch the Sopranos. Tony Soprano goes in. Hey, I like those sunglasses. Yeah, I'll catch you later. Like, they don't pay for anything, right? They don't pay for anything. That's a thug gangster mentality. That's what that is. Biden showed weakness. Biden needed to unite the West much earlier. His priority, Harris is weak, as I've said, but Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady looking to go to a team that needs to rebuild? No. I believe Tom Brady wants to play again. Tom Brady, who does he want to play for? He wants to play for a team that can contend for a championship. Tom Brady wants to land on a team that could get him into another Super Bowl. That's what he's looking for. That is the mindset of Putin right now. This is my moment. I'm 69 years old. I'm going to be 70. He was shut off from the world during COVID. I want to go down in history as the greatest Russian leader. The only way to do that, the way to do that, is I'm going to reclaim territory that was part of the Soviet Union. I'm going to reclaim territory that I feel is rightfully ours. Or right, wrong, or indifferent. He wants to rewrite the contract, right? Um, that's his mission. This is not a young, aggressive guy. This is someone, you know, he's about to enter the seventh inning. He does seem to be in good physical health. He's, he's going to be the leader. I, I, all these people saying he's going to be killed from within. I, I, I don't know. He's a pretty paranoid guy. He's a very careful individual. He makes mistakes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to call him savvy or smart. Or uh, as Rudy Giuliani was saying, he is playing Biden like a fiddle. I think Putin told Giuliani, you get on television and, and uh, defend me. But, and it bothers me to say that, but I, I think it's true. But that, that is the problem we're up against. Um, but the, you know what else is, is really interesting is there is no off-ramp. There's no peace. There's no negotiation. Everything is... These people may need to sit down. Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Check out our website, DePietro.com, which is brought by Kugi. It's RE Coogan and Heating, folks. Now, it's still very cold here. I'll tell you, parts of Poland could use Kugi as far as uh, getting their heating systems up and running. But if that's you and you're transitioning from heat to cooling to plumbing, call RE Coogan and Heating today, folks. And I will give out the number next hour, um, but it's also on Facebook. But check out the website, DePietro.com. We do a recaps of the past couple of days of some of the different interviews. And it is striking. You see the, uh, the you know, it's it marches Women History Month. And you see these young mothers traveling with, you know, very small children yesterday. My God, have you ever seen so many? I mean, I, I'm, I'm serious. I felt like I was at Yago or... All those little tiny babies in ski suits, and they had been on trains for two days trying to escape. Their husbands, fathers are left behind fighting Ukraine. Folks, especially what I, if you're on TikTok, the, the videos on TikTok, I mean, they are in war. But the problem is, let's be honest, he is, you know, and I don't want to say this too loud, but I, he is just bombing them. He is just crushing them with bombs. He is destroying that country. English? English? Anybody speak English? No? All right. We'll find someone at some point. Um, 
For those wondering, there's a lot of people. And I also want to touch on something, by the way. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Uh, our translator, Anna, I lucked out. I first met the family from Ukraine, Olga and her son. They're really like the first people I met here. And then um, Anna saw me trying to communicate with them because the son speaks a little bit of English, Valentine. He's the young prizefighter. He's big. And, um, and then she started to translate. But someone said to me, oh, she's going to be a big star. She doesn't want to come to America. She has, she has uh, seemingly, her boyfriend, who I've met, speaks um, Russian, Ukrainian, uh, French, and a little bit of English. Her boyfriend speaks four languages. As I've said, the United States... You know, we we need to. How many students in the United States can speak that many languages? Not not that not that many. Um, But she, as she said, and we've had her on. She she doesn't want to. Eighty percent of refugees do not return to their homeland. Then guilt sets in. They feel bad that they've abandoned their homeland. They're leaving their family and they're gutting it out. Um, There's a lot of play here. There's a lot of. Uh, mental manipulation at play, but they, she wants to live, have a business, get married, and raise a family in the capital in Ukraine. They don't want that. That's why it's it's this false thing of, you know. And I, I, I my instincts were right when Governor McKee was saying, "Oh, all those Ukrainian people should just come to Rhode Island." That's no, they 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 don't want to, and that's nothing against us. And obviously, the United States is nice to offer, and I'm not trying to demean that in any way, but. They don't want to move to the other part of the world. They they want their life and their world. And, you know, you think leaving their homes, but also their businesses. They had jobs. Their lives have been destroyed. Their lives have been destroyed because of someone that wants a land grab. And I will say this. Anyone that is saying, you know, think of this. Putin, with all of these Russian uh, negotiators and everything, they could have said, hey, listen, if Ukraine does A, B, and C, then we we will not attack them. But they don't do that. There is nothing. You have to understand, Putin is a thug, tough guy, and his mentality is you never show weakness. If you retreat, that shows weakness. If you concede, it's weakness. If you negotiate, if you make concessions, it's all weakness in his mindset. You never show weakness. It's kind of like the Middle East. The only thing they understand is strength. I repeat, the only thing they understand. You've talked to, I've interviewed people that have fought in Iraq, uh, in the Middle East. The only thing they understand is strength, much like in the mob world, right? In the gang life. Think of the wire. The only thing in that world that they understand is strength. If you're strong, you impose your will on lesser beings, right? There's that great uh, episode of The Sopranos when Davey, the guy that owns a sporting goods store, uh, has a gambling debt to Tony, right? And what do they do? They end up taking it from him and they drain it and then he has to declare bankruptcy. They just squeeze the life out of it. That is such a good episode. Um, that's, That's what's done. They just squeeze it every last, it's like an orange, Every last drop out of it. That's what a gangster does. That's what a thug does. That is what is going on here. So, and I agree with everyone, by the way. Now, this this price of gas thing, this is no time for the Green New Deal. This is ludicrous. 
But folks, we knew that. I mean, see, what there is. That's why one of the reasons why if we had a stronger president who struck a, a stronger tone, who maybe we needed to step up in actions. You know, you go back to June, back in June when Biden and Putin left, Biden could have done it. And again, I'm not going to break any news here. But number one, they never should have stopped the drilling in our country. First thing he did, stop the Keystone Pipeline. That was a mistake. That developed immediate green light for Putin, no question about it. When he met him back in June, they met face to face. Um, he should have said, if you go ahead with your aggressiveness, Biden was at the press conference and said it may be a small incursion. You, you can't, that's like a small debt to a gangster that's never repaid. I know of someone who borrowed money from a local gangster, and then he finally went to him and said, oh, thank God, this is the final payment. We're whole now. I paid you what I owed you plus what you were charging me. And the guy looked at him and said, what are you talking I'll, I'll tell you when we're done. We're not done. The guy said, no, I, I borrowed whatever it was, 50000 100000 I, I paid you that plus the interest. The guy said, no, just I'll let you know when we're done. Just keep the monthly payments going. It, it's never done. So that was a mistake. There have been a lot of mistakes made here. No question about it. Uh, we should be drilling oil. I said there's an oil well in South Dakota. There's plenty of, we have plenty of oil. I think one of the best accomplishments of President Trump was the fact that we were um, self We were not relying on the Middle East and or anyone else for our oil. Biden should have struck a tougher tone. Whoever he has around him who were telling him, no, he won't invade. No, he's not going to do that. No, we don't think they, they were wrong. And, and no, you know, you could also see, obviously, I mean, no one has botched our southern border more than Vice President Harris, without question, right? I mean, no one has botched that. Um, she has completely dropped the ball on that and has done nothing, as a matter of fact. So, and I understand people are saying, well, I'm worried about our southern border, not the Ukraine border, but. You know, it's all, right, listen, I, I am no one locally. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show and watching us on Facebook Live on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can um, also listen online at the, the uh, website, DePietro.com. One of our sponsors on DePietro.com is Surplus Provisions. And I want to thank them. Uh, they've been so terrific. I have some gear from Surplus Provisions that I'm going to be utilizing, folks. You're going to see. Juan has some uh, very battle-ready tactical gear that we're going to use next week when we are right on the border. And then if all, as long as I can get safe passage back and forth, I anticipate that we will be in Ukraine. I don't know if I'm going to be in Ukraine if Russia takes it over. I don't need to be dealing with the Russian soldiers. That I don't need. Oh, oh, did we? Oh, oh, sorry. One of our missiles went off. We hit an American uh, talk post. I, that's not happening. But uh, it sounds like it could be dragging on for a while. But my point is... Um, it is, it is a weakness. He's exploiting that right now. He is exploiting that weakness. He is uh, taking advantage of the weakness that we have. And I know so many people say, and it is true, with President Trump, gas was low. We should be drilling in our own country. See, that's where the far left. And also, you know, Governor McKee, look at this. It takes Nellie Gorbea. Now, the, the Republicans in the Senate in Rhode Island. The Senate Republicans, they proposed 
that uh, eliminating the gas tax. Governor McKee waved it off, even though he has $2 billion, because he's following the Biden principle, which is you never cut taxes. You may not raise taxes, but you never. The McKee doctrine, the Governor McKee doctrine is, and the Biden doctrine is, you never cut taxes. You may not raise them, but you never cut taxes. Always keep grabbing more, more and more money from people. But apparently, even Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea is saying, now it would be a good time, it's still not going to be a dent. That is on Biden. He is still controlled by the progressive left. It started with the Keystone Pipeline. It started with stopping the fracking and drilling. I like to tell the story. My friends at Henry Oil tell me that they found a well in South Dakota. Now, everything's judged by oil reserves. An oil well in South Dakota. There's enough oil reserves in that well for enough energy for the United States for the next 600 years. And that's not good enough for Biden. Nope. Instead, we were buying Russian oil. He is cutting it off now, but how much later? And at what cost? Terrible. So, folks, here's what we're going to be doing. We are going to be coming up to the top of the hour. And again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, look at these. I just want to show these. Um, oh, I kind of missed it. These little tiny children in the strollers that are uh, coming by here at this uh, train station in Rezo. Um, I will also share with you folks at night, it's, it's a city on edge, the country's on edge. Uh, people are, they're nice and they're certainly helpful, but they're, you know, it's, it's, it's think of Rhode Island, Massachusetts, the first time we're threatened with the six inches of snow and you go and stop a shop and all the bread and milk is gone and people are jumping around and, um, oh, there you go. It's that times 10. Um, or Midland Mall at Christmas time. I mean, it is, and with good reason, because they don't want to be next. They don't want to be sitting next to him. They don't want him uh, next to them. On, on the border. So it, it is a combination of things. However, with all of those things said, even I, I will grant you if I, you know, I'm not, yeah, is, is Biden a weak president? No question about it. Is Kamala Harris a weak vice president? She's a complete empty suit. She should not be. We have to stop this identity. This is ridiculous. It's the gender warriors. It's the identity politics. It's everything that wraps into that. You need, there's something to be said for a leader, someone that walks in the room and they have leadership abilities. There are some people that have it and some people that don't. Um, a leader, we have to get away from this appointing. As I like to say, Governor McKee appointed Sabina Matos to be the Lieutenant Governor. Does she really have the leadership ability to be the Lieutenant Governor? The answer is no, but he still appointed her anyway. We need to get back to people that have real leadership not just the appointed leader. So now we have another full hour, uh, two hours to go on the radio. And for those on Facebook, we will be doing Facebook Live uh, a little bit later on, a little bit later on. So folks, with the radio though, we do have uh, two more hours to go. We're going to be coming up to the top of the hour. We are going to break for the 12 o'clock news and they're going to be back on the other side. And again, it's John DiPietro. We are coming to you from Reslaw, Poland, where it is now nighttime um, here and dark and cold. And it is certainly war on edge. So we have 
Uh, I have some sound I'm going to play for you next hour. Again, if you've missed some of our coverage, go to the website, depetro.com, and you can catch a lot of it. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to send it to JR in the studio. Let's get an update with the news. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.